Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy, anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music, mortisviventi.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com. Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com. Hello, this is Nicolette Villar from Go Betty Go, and you're listening to The Haunted History of Turnbull Canyon. On scary encounters with hazy chaos. Hello, I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Hazy. This is season four, episode 31 of Scary Encounters. With Hazy Chaos. We're back, motherfuckers. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight we have our very special guest um, and dear friend. Yes. Her third time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Simmer down, everybody. Sit down. Okay. We're so excited <laughs> to have you back. Nicolette, uh, lead singer of Go Betty Go. Thank you. Hi. It's so good to be yes. back. What's you were up, requested back. Yeah. Last season, um, season three, episode one. Yes. And well, also uh, season one, episode season one. Season one, episode one. Ixa. Oh my gosh. It's a... Yeah. All right. Next, next so season two. So good to two. be back. <laughs> So last season, you did a little history lesson of uh, Griffith Park. I did. I did. And it was a hit. It was Aww. so interesting. You it had was. A, right? It's a crazy story. Yeah. It is. It's fun to tell. Before we get into um, <clears throat> Turnbull Canyon, which I think everybody's very excited for. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of feedback on Instagram. Um, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry yes. Christmas, all of the above. But happy birthday to Go Betty Go. Oh, 22. <laughs> 22 years old you guys yeah that's gnarly it's crazy we did have our very first band practice as a band on new year's day that's crazy yeah. 22 years ago yeah wow and i'm only 23 <laughs> i'm so lucky <laughs> to have those girls for, for this long you are you guys yeah. all have such great chemistry together and i just feel like each of you bring something to the band you know oh thanks and that's a big deal oh totally especially for an all-female band <laughs> They're so wonderful. I mean, by all means, like, just the ability that they each have to, to play music. And we have such great chemistry together. And they're they're seriously just my best friends. I love oh. them. Yeah, you can totally uh, see that when you guys are on stage together. And yeah. You can. Having a good time, smiling at each other, and still kicking ass on your instruments. Right. Uh, and we were so just lucky. talking about it before the episode, how you're just full of smiles on stage. You're just so happy. 
playing punk music and there's a mosh pit right in front of you, but you're so happy and smiling. I think that has a lot to do with the girls behind you. Like for sure, you know, it's just, you're doing what you love with people you love and your natural habitat, natural habitat. (laughs) And all these years, you know, we've written so many songs and so it's just nice to have that, you know, archive to yes to bust out every time we get together yes the oldies are yeah. the goodies lots oh. of good memories i'm yeah. sure oh so many I so bet. many <laughs> yeah so i have a lot of good ones with you guys too Aww. before you even knew who the fuck i was <laughs> <laughs> i remember those days too i remember the shows you went to oh man yeah. i remember we went over your guys's house when was that uh it was summer summertime I forgot what it was for. Ike's birthday, I think. That's what yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. ping pong. Uh-huh. I'm, right. I'm coming to get you, girl. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, she was practicing today. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, you should be scared. <laughs> Never mind, edit this, edit this out. Edit it. She takes it back. She, she so don't want no problems. She's I don't so want no problems, no violence. <laughs> Anyways. Or how about when we had Michelle over? Not and Michelle, ago. yes. Yeah. She came over to hang out with us for a little Aww. while, and uh, we played a little bit of, a little bit of bass a little and guitar. Bass, yeah. How fun. It was so fun. Made her some michelada and she just chilled on that couch and just did her thing she had a good time she was (laughs) a good time but when we went over your house you had a freaking uh poster up of one of the shows I was at and I was like oh my god I was there I don't know how I got in because I was like two you know like but I was in all ages a lot of your stuff was all ages back in the day yeah well I remember that those shows were done by Umberto yes who um printed out these awesome posters and so it's such a sweet thing to have that as a memory you know because something that we can hold on to for the rest of our lives and it's so cool to know that you were there yeah it's so crazy that name sounds familiar Umberto from oh he's been around for a long time he's just an old school promoter yeah we met him when we were little because my dad hung out with a group of like musician like artsy you know just mm-hmm. crowd at coffee shops and he was the young in there who was hanging wow. out with my dad oh. and then Dang. you know years later like he kept going doing shows and we ended up being on his uh on his roster that's crazy that's wait a so second cool. is he from echo park i think east la east la but he's always you everywhere know in LA. him you probably do did he have a radio show called Radio Sombra or something. Oh, yeah. Well, he La had Sombra. a radio show. That's right. And we were on there. Yeah, so were we. I well, want to say kill, kill Radio. Kill Radio? Am, mm. I, am I wrong? I don't know. Could I don't wrong. know. Where is he oh. at now? Is he still doing this? Oh, I haven't seen well, since COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. been rough. He's probably just, I don't know. I don't know what he's <laughs> up to. It's been so long. Yeah. Well, I hopefully hope. he's on social media. We yeah. can tag him in this episode and mm-hmm. he can be like, hey, girls, here I am. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Umberto. Yeah. no it's just crazy how um far back we go yeah we don't even know it but now here we are doing our thing for sure la is very big but Mm. when you're in like the music art scene we all find a way to 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 find each other to connect yeah Yeah. it's crazy i always knew i would do it but you know it's crazy doing it yeah (laughs) yep you're doing it i'm doing it (laughs) anywho shit i'm I want to keep bullshitting, but I also want to hear about Turnbull Cannon. I know, there's so You much. know what I mean? Like, I want to keep, like, asking more about... You're doing well, though, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we, we've got a, a a good five songs that we've been working oh, on awesome. that we, we're just tightening up, and mm. we're going to get back into the studio, so... Oh, shit. Being very productive in the moments that we do get to Beautiful. view with each other. I had go no idea. Go. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, any other things you would like to promote? Yeah, so we've got an exciting show coming up <laughs> that I know all about. <laughs> That's right. What if, is it? Where is it? It's going to be in Phoenix. 
Tucson, it, Tucson, oh, baby. <laughs> it used to be immense, but it's Tucson now. Ah, okay. Yeah, so February 26th in Tucson. It's going to be SkateCon 6. We're going to be playing. It's going to be fun. Everyone should come. How fun. What other bands? Oh, um, Teenage Bottle Rocket, right? Yes, that's right. I remember recognizing that name. I was like, hey, that's old school. I think they played with Tsunami Bomb, not kind of like right before the pandemic. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a good time. It should. Tsunami Bomb, another band uh, slash friends of the podcast. Yeah. 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 And then we will be doing something closer to home, but as soon as it's all in, you know, set and done, we will be announcing stuff. So stay tuned if yeah. you don't live in Arizona. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I think we do have some listeners in Arizona. So if you are listening and you are in Tucson or Phoenix <laughs> and like to drive, uh, and you like to drive, it's not too far. Go, Road check, trip. go check them out. You won't be disappointed. It's going to be a good time. And it seems like a cool event. SkateCon, that's cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. When was the last time you guys played? Shit. Oh, my gosh. That was the Carbon Bowl show in Tarzana. Must have been. We were supposed to play with you that night, that day. Yeah, I think the Rukas. What happened then? We weren't available. Somebody in the band wasn't available and we couldn't do it. I remember that. Oh, Son of a gun. Well, that was a fun show. And, and hopefully there'll be more shows yeah. in, you know, closer to home. And, right. and that I like that venue. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of far, right? Yeah, closer to me than oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But it's out there. Damn. So that was a couple years ago. It has well, been. Before mm-hmm. COVID, right? It was right before yeah. COVID. Damn. Yeah. Oh. At least yeah. you got that last little mm-hmm. show in there before it all went down. Uh-huh. And it was a nice one. Yeah. That's yeah, it good. Was fun. Shows are coming back, though, I think. Yeah. We just want to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, of course. Every time you think you've got the uh, handle on the situation, something changes and mm-hmm. everything turns upside down or someone, you know, that's important gets COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and no nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's scary, yeah. you know, to, to create an event because of all of these situations you know so to to do all the work to get it together get everybody together and pick a date and then boom you're telling us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay it's just so yeah it's a lot that's the whole reason why we started this podcast because (laughs) i mean we were hosting events for a long time and we're building momentum i would like to think (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so um kat was like one day she was just like hey I'm bored. I'm bored. We should do something. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. And I was like, Aww. yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you yeah. guys did because yeah. it's such a fun thing to listen to and to be part of. Oh, thanks. And, and your voices and your personalities are so fun to listen to. Oh, thank you. Oh, stop. <laughs> Plus, I'm learning. <laughs> are you? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And you're teaching us. So yeah. thank you. Are you learning that we're a hot mess? <laughs> <laughs> but kind of charming at the same time. I'm learning about <laughs> spirituality. It's oh. so interesting how everybody busts out all of their like internal thoughts. And it's fascinating. Right? Because it, it, I mean, all of it is just human experience, yeah, you know, and it's it kind of fun to, to not have the boundaries of any religious yeah. you know anything it's just what, what we feel and what we think and it's cool to to hear people talking about it yeah, yeah. everyone has their own perspective yeah. different yeah exactly i was just about to say that it's different perspectives from you know all walks of life yeah so. have you heard any um episodes recently that really kind of stood out to you well um the I, I don't it's hard to tell what they were if it was recent or not because i when i'm going through it i yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what date things yeah. are happening 
But, um, you know, the the episodes with Sayasha are fascinating. Oh, yes. And and I love to hear her point of view of, of all kinds of stuff. And I, I loved, especially when she talks about, um, well, just demons, you know, right. like the, the whole notion that they're not allowed to come into your inner, you know. Energetic field. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Energetic field. Like they can't they can't go through that so yeah. you're protected as long as you want don't want them there yeah and you know and then it's like <laughs> it's so simple but it's like mind-blowing yeah. right yeah i was like yeah. i can do that all on my own i'm that I powerful no i love that i mean yeah. i always felt like that was true but it was kind of interesting to well, yeah, it's, talk yeah. about that. it's like your like, own version of yeah. prayer you know you you have to um create your spiritual bubble your spiritual bubble right and yeah. the, and there's a whole sort of process of um setting the intention mm-hmm. mm. it's crazy yeah yeah Sayash is um a <laughs> blessing she's a blessing to us and we've we, learned a lot yeah and we're happy you're learning too oh totally i think a lot of people can testify that they're learning from her too because mm-hmm. we're always supporting her and like promoting her and you know and she has a lot of a lot of our followers are hers now and every time she posts i see them liking and i and <laughs> yeah you know and oh, it's yeah. like all right cool Wake up, y'all. <laughs> Definitely, because you, you know, just from hearing her, you get you get that she's very real, you know, uh-huh. and, and a positive force. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's super cool. cool. Well, yeah, thank you for lovely. listening to that one. That one was fun. I feel like Liz and I both got very um, raw on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. kind of just opened up and just let it go. Oh, definitely. Because I don't know, we, we don't talk about personal stuff all the time, but on here it's like maybe we can help somebody. Or maybe someone else is going through this too. So let's just say it. And so we do. And then sure enough, people like uh, can relate and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like we know you and we haven't even met the people. You know, it's it's it, cool. It's very important to us. I think I mentioned this earlier too. Like we can always edit things out that we don't want to express, but mm-hmm. something about that conversation just felt right to talk about and share with everyone, anybody listening, because who knows who else is feeling that too. Oh yeah, so. definitely. We're all going through some I believe stuff. her episode is um, season two, episode 16, if wow. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, because I was recent. <laughs> You're all, whoa, whoa. kind of weird. No, I was recently looking through. I'm like, who have we interviewed? And I, I came across hers. I'm probably wrong. If I'm not, though, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't if you are wrong, we're going to insert the right one right yeah, now. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> Background music. <laughs> but if I'm right. Then you don't have to. Y'all owe me a dollar each. (laughs) You get a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. But no, but thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to different episodes. You know, some people um, just listen to their own. They want to see what's up and it's fine. But man, we have a lot of really supportive people. Oh, they're so fun to listen to. My pleasure. It's great. It's a great show. (laughs) It's fun. It's even better with you here. Yeah. Yeah. You're one of our favorites. And I'll say it on air. Thanks, guys. Actually, and uh, (laughs) you, you made the top eight. Was it top eight? She was number Most, one. Yeah. Well, yeah, ah. that's what I mean. She, she yeah. was number one and another one, right? Um, no, Michelle was number uh, there we go. six, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, that's so exciting. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, we had a top eight. Remember, like, MySpace days? Mm-hmm. No, you I didn't. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I think went Sa- there. And Sayasha was number eight. Eight. Mari was number two. Number two. Yeah, it was cool. It was so cool. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> what Edit that out. She doesn't need to hear <laughs> Love you, bro. Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's so funny. She's I loved her episode. She's crazy. I can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> we become, like, 
even more silly around her ass. She's too much. Can you imagine when we're not recording? Oh my oh, god. Man. Nobody wants to imagine anyway. that. Anywho. <laughs> Turnbull Canyon. <clears throat> yeah. What's going on with that? Yes. We all know about it. Uh, all right. I'm just, gonna I'm just gonna assume that I'm talking to a lot of LA people who uh-huh. know more or less of the area because it's a it's kind of a known place. Yeah. So okay, I guess if you don't, I'll tell you. <laughs> There's okay, we've got a couple of neighborhoods that are that are here in LA. Uh, one is called Hacienda Heights, mm-hmm. and then there's Whittier. Yeah. Whittier is a really, really pretty, just like Victorian, beautiful mm-hmm. little neighborhood, mm-hmm. very ideal. You know, it's like um, there were scenes in Hocus Pocus that were filmed there. Yeah, There's a lot of really pretty houses, very ideal, you know, kind of neighborhood. I, I have to admit, I'm not that familiar with Hacienda Heights. What do you guys know about that? Um, that's around here, right? Or it's not far at all. I right? think I used to We're go here. to this one bar out there. It wasn't Shut even a bar. Up, it was like a okay, blue. I don't know. Blue. And it's a neighborhood, right? Yeah. There's kind of just I like know classic, people from like Hacienda LA. Heights. But I don't know if there's like. I imagine like main avenues with you know just yeah. kind of like stri- strip malls. I I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> if there's a know. Costco there. Everybody right, in Hacienda like Heights are like unfollowing us right now. Sorry, <laughs> I know, we're I know. sorry. I'm people. sure it's awesome. You know what? Actually, people from Hacienda Heights, please comment any places that you think we should visit. There are so many neighborhoods in LA yeah, that true. unless you've got like a friend that you're gonna go visit, it's some, some, sometimes you just don't know about yeah. these places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I am very familiar with Whittier. It is so pretty, so pretty. But anyway, so Turnbull Canyon is the road that you go through to get from one neighborhood to the other. It's just like these hills that there's nothing built there. There's, you know, there's really kind of nothing there aside from, you know, wilderness. And so I guess if you, you know, you're familiar with it, if you like to (laughs) go on a hike, you know, Mm -hmm. if you have like a cool little sports car that you want to go on a windy road on, (laughs) that's, that's how I know about it. Oh my, (laughs) (gasps) tell us later. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get it. You should not do that. <laughs> quick side note. Uh, yeah. Real quick. I went on a hike with my friend Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, I know where we're going because I've been there before with Romeo plenty of times. But we're hiking through this thing. On our way back down, we get lost. It was oh. terrible. We ended up down like Turnbull, just hiking through it. Mm-hmm. It was like a 10-mile thing. Like, oh, it was no. Oh, my God. It was terrible. <laughs> like, God I was sore I for like know. five days. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a hike. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, and it's pretty. It's pretty wild, right? Like you can you can get lost there. I had no yeah, idea. It's yeah. A, it, there's a lot that's of a land. Terrible place to get lost. See, that's why I don't go hiking. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't I'm go too, alone. I'm too Stay on the lazy. trail, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh oh my gosh! All right. So this story begins actually very similar to to Griffith Park in that okay, you know, we're talking about the. The first people that came, they came 3,500 years ago oh. from, like, Nevada. And um, and they referred to themselves as the, as the Tongva. So they're, they're the Native Americans mm. that lived here. Mm-hmm. The, the Spanish called them Gabrileños, but they the, called themselves the Tongva, who lived here for 3,500 years. Think about that. That's a long time. It's like from now until Jesus, well, twice again, you know? Oh, my God. It's, uh, That's gnarly. Yeah. And, yeah. and they, they have a very rich spiritual culture where they saw themselves as part of the web of the universe and not the pinnacle of it all, which is what, you know, the white people came to 
to represent, but um, <coughs> to say the least. Yeah, to say the least. Continue. So um. they they get to live here for three thousand five hundred years and have this super beautiful life, um, and then the the Spanish come, the missionaries, and everybody dies from disease. You know that that came from the old world, and those who do survive are enslaved. There's violence. There's rape. It's a fucked up time for the natives, you know, and they experience horrible, horrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a period of 175 years of the missionaries that are here that are established, and um, and then something happens. It's called the the Mexican American War, and that and for fri- for five years there's a lot of battles, and after that is when it becomes U.S. territory. So we're talking about the mid 1800s is when it becomes um, U.S. territory. So um, just like Los Feliz was a military guy who was awarded a lot of land, the same thing happens to a man named William William Workman. He was a captain under Pio Pico that they fought together, and he's awarded fifty thousand acres. I believe, yeah, of land. It's a lot. He has, he owns a lot, a lot of land, and it's one person. So part of, you know, his his collection of land is the area of Turnbull Canyon. And so, you know, this is a, uh, at this point, it's it's one of many places that he owns, and so it's, it doesn't really matter. Like, he, it's not that it doesn't matter. It, he There's a lot of land to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. and there's nothing there, basically. Mm-hmm. There's sheep is, is there. And so he, in his later life, um, opens up a bank in, like, downtown L.A. area. So <clears throat> L.A. is starting to boom. You know, the, it's the gold rush times. It grows very quickly from being just, like, a pueblo to, you know, a, a, a cowboy little city. You know, and people are coming in. It's getting more and more established. And so he owns the bank. And um, and his, I believe it's his nephew or son-in-law, I forget, but his his younger relative is the one who's actually running it, and he's not very good at running it. And so when there's a crash in the market, they lose everything. Um, and, uh, and basically, William Workman comes to the realization that he has nothing after, you know, all these years of being very, very rich. He's in his late 70s. And he shoots himself with his own gun. Oh. In his house. Yeah. At finding out that he's lost it all. At that point, the um, people who had invested in the bank, they become kind of like a, a little, you know, a team of people that are supposed to sort of like divvy up the assets and, you know, figure out what they're going to do to recoup from the loss of the bank. And what they do is they, they sell themselves the land for very, very cheap. They divvy it up amongst each other. <clears throat> and the man who buys the area of Turnbull Canyon, his name is Robert Turnbull. And he's a Scottish man um, that came to make money in real estate. And his his her, his her first uh, land that he bought was um, the Cesar Chavez, what is now the Cesar Chavez Bridge. At the time, he calls it the Macy's Bridge. And so he owns this land. I, I don't real I don't know if the bridge was there while he lived there, but it's that area. And um and he's he he's an alcoholic and he's quite a personality. He's 
always just, you know, the center of attention. He sticks out like a sore thumb. He's got a super thick Scottish accent. He's a total <laughs> character. Um, and so he he lives where the bridge is in, like, downtown L.A., but he owns the property of Turnbull Canyon, which isn't, like, right next to him. So basically what he does is he keeps the sheep that are there, and he makes money off of the wool that, that is made from the sheep. And he's just, I don't know, living his life, you know, trying to make money in real estate, whatever that means. Meanwhile, there's a couple of Quakers who want to create their Quaker community here in Southern California, and they have their eye on what is now Whittier. And they love it there, and they want to create a community there, but they don't have access to water. And the water would be coming from Turnbull Canyon. That would be the most ideal situation to, you know, to get if they were able to buy it. And so they keep asking uh, Turnbull if, he, if they could buy, the, you know, the land. And he just keeps saying no to them. Um, whatever they offer isn't enough. You know, he, he's a, he likes to drink and the Quakers don't. So mm-hmm. he's just like, I don't, I don't want you guys setting up camp, you know, where I have land. Like, you know, it's, it's not his vibe or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Until finally they offer him $30,000, which is a lot of money. Well above, well above what he paid for it. So he makes a killing in that deal and he sells it to them. So um, at that point, he's kind of, you know, made it, made it, you know, big time. And he's super stoked and, and goes to celebrate. And so he's, um, he goes to his favorite bar, which is the St. Charles uh, Hotel Bar in downtown L.A. So imagine like a, you know, cowboy town, L.A. And he's this like drunk Scottish guy, <laughs> gets wasted at the bar. And he's, he's making his way home when um he's so drunk that he falls off his horse and the um there's a cop who who sees him fall off the horse and arrests him for being drunk in public so that night he spends the night in jail and he's very um he's got a big mouth on him Mm. and he talks a lot of shit and he gets his ass kicked at, at the, like bad, you know, at the at the jail. But anyway, he, you know, the next day he gets back on his horse and comes home, and um, and his uh, housekeeper sees him and is just like super worried. You know, she notices like how badly beaten he is, and um, and he lays down for a while. A friend comes to visit him, but then like later on, he gets up and he puts on a pair of slippers. He puts on a bunch of vests, and he puts on his housekeeper's Victorian feathered huge black hat. He looks like a crazy person. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he gets on his horse, and he leaves. She doesn't know where he's going. It's just, he's, he's just not, he's not all there, you know. And, um, and the next day, these two little boys find him face down <gasps> in the water, and the and when they they did an autopsy on him, it turns out he got a stroke from being from being beaten up, you know. So who knows if if uh, maybe he started another fight, you know, with somebody and and they kicked his ass, or he just fell off his horse again. Like wow. <laughs> we don't know, but supposedly he was murdered, which could be, you know. He's some people. I mean, it kind of goes back to what like Sayasha and all talk talk about, like. How people just have these like demons, you know? Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Whether it's alcoholism or what, or maybe it's all of the just the horrible shit that went on in the Trimble Canyon or whatever, and just yeah. you know coming all across money, like yeah. that. You know, 
the fact that that much land was just given to a white man, you know, and taken from the people. And then, and yeah. then this guy goes and buys that land on the cheap, you know, just like yeah. total scoundrel. So it's just like, yeah, he kind of had it coming. I mean, this is a lot of bad karma, like on right. someone's shoulders, you know, threefold as fuck. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe some people with those demons are drawn there for that reason. Yeah. You know, You're just, right. Right. Yeah. And then, oh, and I forgot to, to mention it's a legend but you know should be talked about that that the Termal canyon was known as a place where where um where the natives were executed like full-on and back in the mission times if you didn't want to convert to christianity they would they would send them to that place alone to just basically like face their demons and then hopefully you know turn towards christianity that it was a place where the natives were super afraid they were afraid of that that place yeah and they were forced to go against their will wasn't it called like the dark place Mm -hmm. or something along those lines yeah the the evil dark place something like that that place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because a lot of bad things happen there so you know so turnbull dies and the Quakers who had bought Turnbull Canyon from him in his honor, knowing that he passed away, they named the canyon Turnbull Canyon. Yeah. And and so, you know, that's that's the story of of how Turnbull Canyon became Turnbull Canyon. Yeah. Um I didn't know all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I know all the spooks and stuff, but I didn't know the background. Yeah, it's a crazy cowboy that's story. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> It kind of has like Griffith Griffith vibes. I know right? it does. Yeah, it does. It's. I mean, I didn't realize how similar it would be, but right? it's like, yeah, that's just seems to be the theme. Wow. I wonder if anyone listening knew all that. I didn't. I feel like people just want to look up the haunted, scary things, like right. not oh, the actual history. That's coming up. Is it coming up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. There's more, but wait. There's more. Oh, wait. <laughs> Actually, do do do. Before we get into it, I just want to thank you for bringing up the whole Native American and Native executions because this shit has been going on forever and only up until recently it's been exposed. Um, I remember just on Thanksgiving, remember? We were at your parents' house and we were watching TV and... Oh, yeah, that's right. I think it was San Manuel Casino. Yep, it was... Sponsored Mm a commercial on Thanksgiving about the whole um, uh, indigenous women that have been disappearing. Yes. Oh my God, that's so instead sad. of the typical Thanksgiving commercials, like oh family, oh this. Yeah. It was that. Like hey, while you guys are doing this, this shit's happening. Wow. Yeah. It was. It was yeah, yeah. very, 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 very powerful, and um, I remember watching it like, oh wow. my God, like I was so grateful because it's happening, and in season two, episode. 20 with poppy wait i love that they did that yeah on thanksgiving though mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah perfect. i mean it's mm-hmm. perfect yeah um with poppy dell she's in canada and that's where all the shit's going down you know and it's i mean one of the places yeah it's all and over. she and we brought it up then too in that season i mean in that episode and um she's of native descent too wow so she wanted to bring it to light and use this platform for it um it's so important it's to hear. It's so important. Yeah. So I want to just thank you because I am of native descent too. And so it's it's just um, 
It's it's just so fucked up what happens, mm-hmm. you know, in to the say story, the least, yeah, dude. over and over again. And it's it's not okay to treat people like that. It's absolutely no. wrong, yeah. and and it's and it happened it here. Happened. You know, it's like we think of slavery as being a South thing. No, no, it happened everywhere, yeah. everywhere, and it's not it's, okay. And, and we need to accept that that was what happened and what took place. Yeah, because until we reconcile and tell the story, that wound will never heal. And I love that you you went you kind of went back with your story like oh I forgot something Mm -hmm. this happened right and it's important you know so I appreciate you doing that I didn't know I knew about the native you know on the land but I didn't know about the executions and all that so it's just very important and I feel like if anybody listening ever has a chance to expose or ever has a chance on a platform to talk about it fucking talk it's about been it. getting a lot of attention it has like thank even, god i mean i think every year it's getting more and more public and <laughs> uh, a big fuck you <laughs> to anyone that's taking advantage of uh those locations where you can break the law and yeah think you can just have you heard about that no tell me what happened where these people are finding certain locations they're taking advantage of the reservations and their the laws. reservations and going and kidnapping these indigenous women oh my god that's knowing, horrible knowing that because it's on the reservation, they'll the, get away with. They'll it. get away with it, mm-hmm. and it won't make the news. It won't make the media. It's slowly making the news, but it's but not the happening. way it should. Yeah, it's just fucked up. It really is. It mm-hmm. is. It hurts my heart. Yeah. Um. But I just wanted before we got into your next story or next um issue. Oh, ooh, I see what you're gonna talk about. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Fuck them too. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for um, bringing that to light. Oh, yeah. Because it's very important. Yeah, and giving us a minute to talk about it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I agree. It should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fuck I em. mean, it's it's easy to just, you know, you know, everyone knows. But really think about it. How many people were instantly killed? And those who survive mm-hmm. are enslaved. Yeah. Or, or, or just told to get the fuck out. Yeah. You know? And it's just... Horrible, horrible, horrible. Instantly killed yeah. for not wanting to follow a religion they mm-hmm. just didn't agree with. Well, actually, was there was like a huge discovery on massive graves, like underground graves, right? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget exactly where, but I remember hearing about it. And it Wasn't was like, it Canada? Mm-mm. Isn't that what we talked uh, about? Maybe. I could be wrong. Or yeah. I, whole, whole, I don't know for sure. but The whole religion thing is crazy. Like, if you don't believe in something, it should just be okay. And uh, I remember what it comes down to is power. They wanted control. You know, they knew they knew they were coming in here and that, you know, in order to take that control, they put, you know, they put religion over everybody's heads and they gave them smallpox blankets to sleep in. Yeah. Knowing damn well they're contaminated. Ugh. Yeah. That's fucked up. So Anyways, that's why we need Dexter. Mm-hmm. That's why we need a real life <laughs> Dexter. Maybe. No, we- I mean, we need to just acknowledge <laughs> that this is what what the story of California is yeah. and, and, um, and to acknowledge that it's still happening yeah. and that's not right. Yeah. And we need to treat each other better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, well if I'm sitting next to somebody, it literally that's, that's, it's so simple. Just treat each other better. <laughs> I know. If you don't believe in what I believe in. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Move on. Tolerance if for you, each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, Back in season one, episode just number two with Crude Inc., mm-hmm. Jeff, yeah. we talked about religions and we talked about different, you know. Paganism. Paganism. Spirit- spirituality. Yeah, everything. 
And he opened our eyes to a lot of things that we've never really researched. We don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not down with the whole religious stuff. But he taught us some stuff when we were like, wow. We were open. We were very, um, we are very open with anything. Just because we're not familiar with it yeah. doesn't mean we're like against it, you know? And that's how people should be, but a lot of people. Well, spirituality is as diverse as, as humanity is within, you know, in personalities. Like yeah. everyone needs their own version of whatever it is that they want and right? they're entitled to it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And and some of us find comfort in things that have been already written. Some of us are figuring it out ourselves. Yeah. And, and it's just fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just let us be, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck off, Karen. <laughs> fuck off. Not literally. <laughs> Karen Garcia or Karen, what's her name again? Not those Karens. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love those Karens. You know what Karens we're talking about. Anyways. So, yeah, I just wanted to give you that, the kudos for that because um, yeah. it needs to be heard. And thank you for saying it. Oh. So, let's move on to the yeah. other motherfuckers, huh? All right. So, Turnbull Canyon. <laughs> it's this wild place and a lot of things happen there. Um, it's a place where in the, probably the 1930s and 40s uh, and maybe before that, um members of the KKK would go and have rituals um, and supposedly satanic cults as well. But I, yeah. don't, I don't know, whatever. Maybe in the eighties, some guys went to party. I don't know. You <laughs> never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, something that we know for sure when it happened was, okay, so there's a, a flight in 1952 that was making its way from New York to Burbank. Oh, and, yes. and there was a, it was a pilot error. The pilot was flying with like a revoked license and he crashes against a, a hillside. The, the whole airplane instantly explodes and everybody dies right away. So 29 mm-hmm. people pass away in this, in this like horrible plane accident very tragic super tragic um and legend goes that it was all full of children and they haunt the hills (laughs) (laughs) hey man i believe you don't do this to me all little children (laughs) okay so this next story is a doozy um (laughs) all right so this is the year 2002 and um we've got four teenagers they like to hang out with each other and do drugs together. Uh-oh. They're, you know, they're young and dumb. Don't uh, bring us <laughs> into this, okay? How dare you call How me out? How dare you? So it's it's um, it's a young lady named Gloria Gaxiola. She's seventeen years old, and she's got these three dude friends that I don't remember their names. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't they're fucking matter. They're fucking dudes, mm-hmm. and um. And they get the bright idea of um, stealing money and drugs from this couple that Gloria knows, and so it's um, it's a it's it's a you know Saturday night I imagine at a hotel room where the couple are staying at, and and Gloria goes over to go hang out with them, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get ice. I'll be right back." Mm-hmm. And so she steps out, and she's like, "Leave the door open. I'm coming back. I'm coming back." And that gives her friends the chance to go into the hotel room and beat up the couple and try and steal whatever they have from them. Mm. But they don't find anything. They just beat the fuck out of these couple. Gloria is a 17-year-old girl who's freaking out, and she takes off with the car, leaving her friends stranded. They end the situation with no money, no drugs, and, and Gloria has taken off with their car, so they're pissed. 
um, <clears throat> I don't know how much time later, but maybe it's like a couple of weeks or something. They are all hanging out in a house in Almani, partying, you know, and they've got their friend Sandra with them too, who's also a young lady. And um, they decide to take Gloria for a ride through Turnbull Canyon to go smoke weed up there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's sitting in the front. And at one point when they find themselves isolated up in the canyon, one of the guys starts choking her. And um, and she's thrashing about. And Sandra, who has no idea what the hell is going on, runs out of the car and starts running towards the hills. Um, meanwhile, she hears a gunshot coming in the direction of the car. She's so scared that she doesn't know what the fuck to do. Um, she decides to go back to the car. And at that point, it's been long enough that the guys are like, oh, we got to go back, we got to go back. They were going to kill Sandra also, but they don't for some reason. But they do kill Gloria. They shot her in the head. And they thought that they were leaving her body, but her foot was stuck on the seatbelt. And they drive from Turnbull Canyon to no. Hacienda Heights, dragging Gloria behind them for four miles. I remember that. I do too. That's all I remember though. It's so driving. crazy. That's so fucked up. We're talking. It's five in the morning when this happens, so there's not a lot of people on the road, but there is a, a person who is um, opening up at a fast food restaurant. And who sees an SUV drive past with a body being dragged? He calls 911 to report it. And at that point, they're just like, okay, what the hell? So they start making their way. And then um, another man who's at an intersection sees them and also is like a witness. Yeah. Yeah. And sees this. And and so these people, they they leave... um, they leave Gloria once they realize, you know, what what they were doing. They they unattach her from the car, I imagine, because there's no witnesses of that. And they leave her on the side of the road. And so when the police find her, I guess some a woman on her way to work sees the body and, and reports it. Um, they assume that she was a hit and run victim, but right away they see the <laughs> the marks on the road. And they follow them all the way to Turnbull Canyon. Oh, no. But for years, they don't know. They don't know what happens. It was a cold case until Sandra comes out with her story. Oh, that's how that came out. Yeah. No wow. way. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sandra, for stepping up and wow. putting them on blast. You know what? And I, they were caught. I remember hearing that story. They were caught and they are all in jail now. Oh, good. Yeah. I remember hearing that story as like, oh, she, they dragged her as she was alive. I don't know the outcome. She was hot. She was shot in the head. Yeah. Or so she, I hope she died from the gunshot. Poor baby. Oh God, yeah. I know. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Imagine if you never know. Cause some people that get shot in the head, it misses like the main. Oh, Griffith, 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 yeah. Griffith. I know. Right. Yeah. You could get <laughs> shot in the head and survive. That's Poor thing. I hope, baby. I hope she did it. I Rest hope she died peace. right away. That's so sad. It's horrible. Jesus. And, for a couple of years there, they didn't know what happened, and her family just kept fighting for. I wonder what for the made, story to come out. I wonder what made 
Sandra come come forward. I think there was a reward. Oh, oh God, there might have been really that, or she just finally came. You know, yeah. Was like, oh my God, I have to tell my story. I don't know. I was gonna oh. ask that next. I was like, I wonder why. Like, yeah. maybe she's she... listening. Oh, honey, <laughs> she could be. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy because we're talking about two thousand and two. I I had a boyfriend in El Monte in two thousand and two. <gasps> Oh, and we stop would, it. yeah, we would party like in the neighborhood. I mean, Shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I went to a party with these people. I was oh. actually born in Almani. You were, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I grew up in Baldwin Park, but Salé. Jackie Mendez is from Almonte hey. too. Shout out to you, baby, Jackie Mendez. Sorry, <laughs> the Ruka singer. We love her. Yeah, um, yeah. is just right here. It's our. It's six next door. I mean, and uh, when you're when you're young and dumb like that, I mean, that's just fucked up. One person say. gets a bad idea. And then they just roll with it. I mean, I never did anything like that. We were too busy playing punk rock. And yeah, I, I, I never wanted to do things like that. But I can see, I can see how you could get swept up. Uh, you know what? Sucks. I'm going to, I'm going to tell very, I'll make it very short. But there's this one time that I do have regrets about when it comes to Turbo, Turbo Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just me and my cousin, Venetia. Shout out to you. Hope you're doing well at the time and we used to just i used to she lived in whittier and i'd pick her up and we just cruise the canyons like we just yeah i don't know this is what we did you know we just just want to hang out with your friend go for a drive yeah Yeah, that's it it's like the most fun ever so Mm -hmm. one one night we did it and we turn around a corner and mind you there's no street lights in turnbull canyon there's no lights the only lights you have are your headlights that's it creepy and we turn a corner and the, the streets are very narrow, extremely narrow. Mm-hmm. So there are, I want to say, four men and one woman taking up the whole street. And they're w- just walking in the middle of the street. And oh, the that's woman. That's right. You told this story last time. That's so crazy. Did I really? Yeah, no, but finish. Because oh, now that I now it. that I know the, the the what happened, and then your story, it, Dude, it's so weird. This <laughs> totally connects to that because I feel so bad because I should have done more. That's right. But finish what you were saying. So yeah, you so see we, them. We yeah, give turn, us the recap. We turn yeah. a corner, and we just want something scary to happen because that's just how dumb we were. Like we just want something, and we turn a corner, and it's pitch black, and these five people are taking. That's how narrow the road is. Five people take up a whole road. We couldn't just go around them. We couldn't just avoid them. We just were driving very slow behind them, and hopefully hopefully they would pull off to the side. So creepy. And oh. I was like, um, what do I do? Because they're just walking extremely slow. The girl is in the middle of all, the, all the, the men, and they're just walking slow in the middle of the road. And... I looked at my cousin and I said, oh, my God, what do I do? And she was, honk, honk at them. I go, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking honk. Like, you never know. What if they have a gun? True. What if? Yeah, I, they could be looking for, for trouble. I was thinking the worst. Yeah. She just oh wanted to God. get the fuck out of there, which, ah. you know, there's these people and then there's these people. Like, it was good balance, you know? <laughs> you turn, you turn. Exactly. Dude, you, you could not. It's so narrow. You can't right U-turn. No. You can't go around. So I go, dude, what do I do? Excuse me. Literally. <laughs> so I I just, like, flash my headlights a little bit. Yeah, right? like, hello. Like, I didn't want to honk. <laughs> yeah. But I flashed them. Dude, one of the dudes, just one of them, looked, like, looked back uh-huh. at us. But didn't fully look back. It was like a side eye, like yeah. a scary fucking 
stare. Mm. And yeah, he looked he looked back at us and looked directly at me and ah. I was like oh my god, I freaked the fuck out. And the the poor girl was like stumbling. So she wasn't in her right mind. Ah, oh, so, so I'm horrible. thinking, oh my god. Like this is some type of I'm sure everybody knows what I'm going to say, but I don't want to say it. So then once I do that, he looks back and they all shift at the same exact time to like off to the corner. And I'm like, fuck this. And I fucking just took off. But till this day, I'm like, fuck, I should have done something more. I should have called the cops. I should have said, I just saw this. Come investigate. Because who knows what happened to that poor girl? That's such a shitty situation to be in. Till this day, I still think about it, and I'm like, fuck, I should have not been so scared. But I was scared. I and didn't you were know. you a kid, right? I you're was like, young. Yeah. I was young. And, and the truth is, by inserting yourself in the situation, you're probably putting yourself in yeah. also in jeopardy, and yeah. that is not... <sighs> nobody wants that well, you just, know what real quick like horrible i'm sure you've learned a lot from that situation because there's been times where we've seen some shit and we report it and we report immediately yeah. like living at sarah's we saw a couple things and we would call immediately yeah like, you know so yeah, i mean I've what, you're gonna call the cops and say oh i saw these people hanging out well they weren't just hanging out it was the weirdest vibe dude like it was they, worth investigating in other it words, was right? worth it there Honestly, are some there are some times where you could call the police and they'll take you seriously and yeah, there's you're sometimes right. where they'll be which I mean, is which is also fucked up it, yeah. yeah so true. it I depends honestly, on the neighborhood it could be that they would something good would happen but you know i'm praying that i'm wrong but yeah. i feel like it wasn't a good night for that poor girl I and i feel like yeah. something went down like she got hurt yeah. like i said she was stumbling yeah well it's a theme with turnbull canyon because it comes up a yeah. few times actually yeah so mm -hmm. i just wanted yeah. to insert that little mini story in there but yeah. it just um well that I've leads into uh let's next story yeah kind of i mean oh. all right so in 2009 a woman was stabbed by her boyfriend pushed out of the car oh. into the ravine and left for dead but then she climbs out mm. all stabbed <laughs> oh god and and gets help and she survives wow yes so that she happened. crawled up she yeah. crawled up. She crawled up out of the ravine. Wow. So there's a, there's her. a there's a survival story. Good for her. Good. Thank God. Um, I hope that was the girl I saw. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh no, there was like know, four right? dudes though. Four dudes. It was not okay. Oh my, God. oh my heart, so heavy for that. Still, I feel so bad. 2011. <clears throat> 41, 41 year old Claudia. <laughs> Martinez? No. Tekautsin? Oh. Tekautsin? Sorry. Sounds I, right. Um, was shot by her boyfriend and left on the side of the road while her murderer boyfriend fled to Mexico. Mm. Oh. He, he was caught and now he's in jail. So it's just a theme, you know? It just keeps happening. It's like, that's where Wait, you well, shake she your... she was shot? Yeah. She died. And she, she died. Fuck. Yeah. And her body was found. Um... And there have been many, many bodies. A lot of them women. It seems the theme that that that's it a seems. spot where if you've got a girlfriend, you don't want her anymore. You just take her and you kill her. That's <laughs> a bond. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so weird that even after all this history, they wouldn't add um, streetlights up no. and down. No shit. Yeah. You know, like like that looks like a yeah. an area where a lot of people can get not away with it, but like. 
can do their dirty work in one night. No shit. And not get spotted. A lot of people get away with it because there's a lot of bodies that show up in it's Turnbull pitch, Canyon. It's pitch black up there, and, dude. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever finds out who these women are. It's That's true. so you know, sad. Maybe there's men among them too, but it's a lot yeah. of women's bodies that are being found there. And it's horrible, horrible. Um, okay. In 2017, um, there's, there's a 19-year-old a, a, a who gets in a fight with his girlfriend and he takes off. And the family don't know where he is. And they, they call the police and they sent out a search party. And the dogs finally find the 19-year-old hanging from a tree. He had hung himself. Oh, my God. The hanging tree. Yeah, the hanging tree. That's what tree. it's called now, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. And 19 years old. 19 years Jesus. old. Over yeah. a girl. Over a girl. No. Yeah. That's so fucking sad. Yeah. And the ghost story is that, you know, if you see a, a body hanging from the tree and you go and you look and it's not there and it's because he was yeah yeah and i you know what um oh my god yeah i remember one of the first stories i heard was of the the poor the poor young lady being dragged oh yeah. Trimble. i know that's a visual you don't forget right oh, dude. yeah and then i think I, I can't remember exactly when but it was like recent where there was two bodies found up in Turnbull. Did you happen to hear oh, about that? Oh, the couple that? that was shot? Oh, I don't yeah, know that couple. one. Yeah. It, this happened like seven months ago. Mm, Crazy, it's right? super recent. Yeah. It was a couple. I yes. think so. They were pulled over. Yeah, like, and they were shot in, in the head, I want to say. <gasps> yeah. By the police? No. no. We don't know. No, it's a were, murder. Somebody so, reported it. So, so they found them oh, pulled over? Yes. Having been shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know the outcome of that. Seven months ago, maybe because like it's a place that at night you have access to. Like a, they need to close it off, like past a dark sunset. place. Yeah, it's a dark place that people. Oh my yeah. god! I hope we're not giving anyone any ideas here. <laughs> no, I hope not, motherfuckers. Oh god, oh we will find you. <laughs> well, like again, like why aren't people setting up streetlights or That's cameras? Crazy. I've or never no, not cameras, but patrol at officers. least streetlights. Why aren't there more patrols being done in even, that area? Even like. A camera that is in and out, like you know, just just in case something does happen. Yeah, th- those cars were seen. On Motion, th- yeah, detectors, something, right? Something. Yeah. There's just too so much crazy shit happens so in this much place. Shit. And then the whole KKK stuff, dude. Like, there were there. I'm a spark a comp- uh, conspiracy. Oh, oh, shit. What if the cops are in on it? <gasps> no, I'm just um, kidding. You never know. Honestly, you never fucking know. I'm kidding. I don't. Wanna, just I'm not kidding. You never know. I don't trust no bitch. Okay. <laughs> no, but the whole KKK um, stuff, hello? though, something yeah. that we didn't bring up yet are Hell's Gates. Right. And I know that people listening are like, exactly. They're <laughs> like, you know, um, anybody who knows Turnbull Canyon knows about Hell's Gates or the Gates of Hell. Um, and it is said to be now the KKK and the satanic rituals happen behind the gates or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but before the executions of the native Americans happened behind the gates, um, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know. It was after. Was it after? Yeah. And it was crazy. Cause we looked, um, before you got here, we were looking up, you know, some stuff just to get in the mood and yeah. Turnbull Canyon stuff and a drone. This guy had a drone. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, who yeah, went uh, above and overturned, I mean... Um, and you get to see Hell's the, Gates. the ruins, right. And well, it looks like fucking rituals go down behind those oh. gates, dude. Well, the rumor is that it was an insane asylum, but there is oh, no yeah. documentation on it. That's why. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. My, my assumption is that someone set up their house there and it burned down. Mm-hmm. 
Because because if there was an insane asylum, yeah. there would be we, paper. We would trail. know exactly. Yeah. There, that's someone's what she was grandma saying. would have worked there at some point. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. what Liz was saying. There has to be a paper trail for an insane. And it's asylum. like, well, then yeah. what if yeah. they wanted to keep it under wraps? Well, like either way, somebody a reporter would have been like, oh, yeah, the unauthorized insane asylum was discovered in this area. Something Plus, in the, the papers. ruins don't look that big. They, it looks like a house to me. Yeah, hmm. I mean, burnt just down like house or a something. Structure, right? yeah. Regardless, yeah. I think these fucking canyons are haunted as fuck. Uh, yeah. Whether it be with native spirits or these poor people who are, who are getting murdered, innocent people, girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, whatever. This this land is tainted as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's always been. And, you know, we posted recently that we were going to do this episode with you. Yeah. And we got so much feedback on Instagram. Oh, my God. People are like, yes, yes, yes. Like, Aww. I have this story. I have this story. Yay. So we're going to listen to some scary Dude, stories. Yes. Yay, so my what, favorite. Right? So <laughs> what happened is, okay, so this next story we're going to hear is from a really good friend of mine who I consider family. <laughs> um, her name's Sandra. And I've known her for a solid at least 15 years. Um Okay, not the same Sandra from the story. Not the same. Not <laughs> the same. Not Sandra. Not but Sandra, Sandra, but Sandra, yeah. Okay, okay. And she grew up in Hacienda Heights for most of her life. Does she wear her pants too small for her body shape? <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a funny, funny face? Ooh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let her answer that. <laughs> Sandra, you hear that? <laughs> I just had to bust out some go witty go Yeah, you did. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're so cute. Um, but Sandra is a really good friend. She's like family to me, and I've known her for at least 15 years, I would say. Um, And now she resides in Germany, so it was a little difficult. I wanted to call her live tonight, but it's the time difference is a little difficult, so she sent in a recording of her telling her stories. Yay, we're going to listen to it now. Yeah, we're going to listen to it right now. And she does mention that they're not very, they're not scary, but they're kind of like, wait, what? What just happened, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this for us. And um, I miss you and I love you. And let's listen to him now. Hello, Miss Nicolette and Hazy Chaos. My name's Sandra. I'm calling in from Germany. Um, Most of my childhood I spent in Hacienda Heights, which is a little suburb east of East L.A. So Turnbull Canyon lies in between Whittier, Puente Hills, right, and uh, Hacienda Heights. So growing up in high school, I liked to smoke in the car with my friends. So a lot of times we would just go get high up in the hills of Turnbull Canyon, you know, just being curious teens. And I don't really have too many scary encounters to tell. A lot of my friends did. Um, but one thing that happened while we were still towards the base of the mountain from the Hacienda Heights side, I had my dog Bougie in the car, who's still here sitting next to me as always, because she's my road dog. She was so nervous in the car. She was shaking, which she often did when she was nervous um, so we would say, oh, booze, you got the sinks? You got the sinks, booze? But it was different because she wouldn't even sit on my lap, which is where she always was, even when I was driving. 
um, she wanted to be on the floor of the car, kind of like going under the seat. Like she was super, super nervous for some reason. The music wasn't loud. Again, we weren't going too, uh, we weren't, we hadn't ascended up the mountain yet, um, up the canyon. So she was, you know, it's not like the car had been twisting and turning. So she was super fucking nervous. And, um, I'm with my girls, you were in the car and, um, so the car was packed with, with, you know, us family girls and I'm always, you know, aware of my surroundings, especially when with my girls. So I'm, you know, kind of scanning, you know, using my peripheral vision. Um, and I think I was in the back seat, sitting on the passenger side. And something caught my eye out of the driver's side window to the left as we were kind of going up. And it's you can't really drive slow on Turnbull Canyon. You have to just kind of, I don't know, probably at least 30 miles per hour. Um, because there's always someone coming or going up or down the hill fast. So you can't just like take your time and check out the scenes. Um, so we were going with the flow of traffic. And, you know, not that it's ever like jam packed with traffic, but there'll be a car in front of you and a car behind you, perhaps. And I feel like we weren't the only car on the road when this happened. And so I'm looking out my window, something caught my eye. There was a, a house, you know, behind a gate. So I can see the big ass wrought iron black gate. And there's like a bunch of dark figures just standing outside the gate. But they're they're dogs. So there's like a, just a pack of like six to eight dogs. Big, all big dogs standing outside the gate. But they're not moving. They're not walking around. None of the dogs are sitting. None of the dogs are wagging their tails. No one's sniffing each other's butt. Like, dogs don't just stand still, like, guarding something. It was like they were in a trance or something. And maybe as I tell the story, it doesn't sound scary. And I don't even know if it was necessarily scary at the time. But it was definitely disturbing because it was just wrong. And, like, Bougie knew it was wrong. I knew it was wrong. It was the feeling that came along with seeing these dogs just standing still, like waiting for something or I don't really, I don't know. And, uh, you know, of course, there's all these legends and stories. You know, there's the Hell's Gate that's there in the canyon, the insane asylum that has burned down, and then the children that went into the insane asylum once the, uh, you know, years later when there was no power and he hooked himself up to the electric chair and got electrocuted in front of his friends. Um, there's this hanging tree. There's the satanic rituals, the upside down cross, the boy burning on it that the neighbor saw. You know, there's a lot of just weird stuff that is consistently told. You know, obviously it's haunted for a reason. I I do definitely feel like there's some weird shit that has happened up there, which is why weird shit continues to happen. Um, and this was just one small, you know, example of just something weird, something off, you know, it attracts that type of energy. Another experience I had wasn't scary either, but I'll try to, I'll try to tell this quickly. Um, And I haven't really told many people about this because I'm somewhat ashamed of my behavior. 
Long story short, I was um, at my best friend's wedding, which was somewhere in Orange County. Um, I had been drinking. And although I don't drink and drive at this point in my life, I did at one point. Not regularly, just, you know, sometimes, oh, yeah, I'm kind of buzzed. I'll drive home. Um, And you know how you, for those of you that have done it, please don't do it anymore. Um, Kind of feel like, oh, yeah, I drive so much better when I'm buzzed, right? That's like a thing people say. Um, So I had two passengers with me, and they lived in Turnbull Canyon. They were like a family to the bride, Um, but they were friends of mine. So... I'm driving them home and I'm like, yeah, see, I'm totally like a good driver. And they're like, yeah, you actually are. So I take them home in Turnbull Canyon to this house where I had been often. Um, it was uh, my my friend's brother. So to get to their house, you drive up the canyon a bit, maybe uh, a mile or two. Um, and then they their driveway is super steep. So you have to drive up their very skinny, steep driveway. Um, I drop my friends off, have a good night, love you, bye. And to turn around, it's a little tricky. Most people that, well, the people that live there, they just usually back right out. They don't turn around. They don't flip a bitch in their in their driveway because they don't really have one. And if, if they do, the cars are parked there. So it's like there's just a little tiny space of paved road. Um, but there is a little patch of dirt that is to the left. So I, you know, pulled all the way in and then backed out a little bit to the left Well, my car got stuck in some kind of little ditch. The back wheel got stuck in a ditch. And so now, by this time, you know, I'm there. I've parked. I think we, like, smoked a bowl, and I'm hanging out. They're like, come inside, come inside. I'm like, no, no, I'm totally fine. Totally wasn't fine, idiot. So I go to drive forward now and turn around to drive out, and I'm stuck. So I'm like, you know, just pedal to the metal trying to get out like an idiot and finally I'm like what the why am I stuck you know so I think I tried again and I remember being surprised that like no one heard me like my friends didn't hear me to come out and be like what are you doing like why are you burning out in the dirt you know but someone did come so I remember seeing headlights coming you know I can see them in my mirrors coming up the steep driveway And I look out, and I'm not pedaling to the metal at this point, but my car is still on. And it's a big-ass, beautiful white Cadillac. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, it's probably one of uh, the brother's friends. So the brother um, basically owned a Mexican nightclub. And so, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, I figured, okay, let me just keep going. So this man gets out. And he's walking over to me. So he walks in front of my car. He's wearing all white, kind of like a like a ranchero style, um, like a very tall Mexican man wearing a big white hat, a white suit. Um, he, like he could have been in a band, you know, like a. So he comes over and he's like, hey, is everything OK? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think my car's stuck or I don't know what's going on. And he's like, okay, well, you know, do you need help or anything? I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm fine. And he looks at me. He says, are you drunk? And the shame of just being caught, you know, I I think I tried to lie. And I was like, no, I'm just tired. (laughs) 
he's all, I think you should turn the car off and just go to sleep. And I said, okay. And, you know, I was caught. I was ashamed. I was guilty. I turned the car off. I went in the back. I went to sleep. The next morning, my friends went to go get breakfast. They come back and my car's there, you know. And so they're like, hey, bro, like, why did you come inside? Why are you sleeping in your car, silly? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I I got stuck or something. So we check it out. Sure enough, yeah, my wheel's stuck in this ditch. Thank God. Because behind my little baby ditch that I'm stuck in is a fucking ravine. Like the dirt just ends, drops down drastically to a fucking ravine. There's like a huge, massive tree coming out of it. Like my car just would have went bloop into the fucking ass first into the ravine. So thanks, ditch. God, so dumb. And um, so he's like, okay, we'll come in, have some breakfast and we'll get you out. So now I'm inside the house and uh, my friend's brother's like, hey, good morning. Like, you were fun last night, you know, at the wedding. Like, yeah, always. Um, I was like, hey, so my car's stuck in a ditch. Can you help me get it out? He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. So he like hooks his Hummer up and, you know, whatever. I don't even remember how we got out of the ditch. I'm pretty sure he pulled me out um, as opposed to manually pushing me. He wasn't that much of a badass, I don't think. And so I'm like, hey, yeah, sorry about, like, disturbing the neighborhood. I was like, I don't know if, you know, your neighbor came. I was like, or your friend, you know, your friend came over and, you know, talked to me while I was trying to get my car out. He's like, what? No one, he's all, no one came over last night. And I was like, yeah, I was so adamant. Yeah, he drove a white Cadillac and he was wearing a white suit, white boots, white hat. Um, you know, Cavalero, like some kind of like, some kind of man all in white. He's all, no, Sandra, none of my friends came over and I don't know anyone that drives a white Cadillac. He's like, and no one lives at the house next door. He's like, and they never complain because, you know, we'd be throwing parties and shit and like, nah, you're tripping. And I was like, no, I'm serious. And he said, no, I'm serious. No one came last night, and I really don't know anyone that matches that description. Okay, cool. So, guardian angel? Someone else's guardian angel? I don't know. There's a lot of history there. A lot of shit went down. A lot of people died. There's that whole thing about, uh, what do they call it? The Black Canyon? Um, you know, if you if you, the natives that lived there originally... If you die there, you stay there until, like, the last sun finally sets. I don't know. All I know is that when I have gone there, I've always felt weird. I've always felt that someone was watching me. You know, we've definitely spent time in our car getting high. Um, Some of my friends, you know, would throw parties up there. And it's just an eerie place. So despite me not having any juicy stories to tell, I can definitely attest to the fact that that whole area is tainted. So it's not called the Dark Canyon. It is called the Dark Place, which is translated. So the original native term is Hatulenga. Okay, really quick. I don't know if that was lavender or tulip, but shout out to them because they were screaming for their dad the whole time. <laughs> Also, shout out to Bougie. Shout out to Bougie, your road dog, okay? And, dude, Sandra, you're so good at telling stories. I love your voice. Oh, my God, I miss you so much. But um, we were cracking up. 
Um, we had to mute our microphones. Yeah, right we now. did. <laughs> for the first story, yes, I was in the car for that story. And I remember that day, dude. We, um, we always... I don't know why we did this, but yeah, me, you, Audra, and Melissa, and Taylor, we'd always drive up Turmoil Canyon, and we'd just get super high, and we'd cruise through and whatever, you know, and I do remember this time, and um, it was weird, because yeah, like a pack of like at least eight big-ass dogs, like big dogs, were just standing there in front of the gate. Creepy. Just staring at us. They're like, ladies, go home. Literally, Bad things happen here. Literally. <laughs> Get just, out. Yeah. Literally just staring. Uh, it was at, all your spirit guides. At, right. <laughs> as our as the car would just cruise by, the the dog's heads would just follow the car and just stare at all of us like if they were staring into our souls. Uh. Bougie was like, fuck this. Bougie was, <laughs> Bougie was tripping this day. And I remember she always tripped. She was a tripper. But... She was always in her mom's lap whenever she would trip. Like, she'd be like, mom, mom. And then Sandra would hold her, and then she'd be better. But this time, she didn't even want to be around Sandra. She wanted to be under the seat, away from everything. The hounds of hell. Yeah, dude. It was a trip. (laughs) Um, So I can um, confirm that story. The other story, (laughs) while we were listening, I was telling Liz, like, I remember her telling this story. I want to say it was Veronica that was getting married, right? And I remember you coming home or whatever and telling everybody the story. And and you said that it was your guardian, guardian angel. And you've been through a lot of shit, girl. You've been through some crazy shit. So I'm so glad that whoever this man was was there for you. Um, because you would have been asked first the way you said it. <laughs> All in white. Aww, it sounds like your yeah. uh, guardian angel is a mariachi. <laughs> how, how lovely. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, these aren't scary. I mean, the first one's a little creepy, but this next one is more of a, um, it's comforting in my opinion. Well, I, I think they're both sort of uh, warnings, you know, like yeah. Yeah. like protective spirit warning you to get behave. the fuck out <laughs> because you're killing yourself. You <laughs> to almost, behave, you almost fell off of a ravine. That's right? so crazy. <laughs> no, you the first thing she almost did was drink and drive. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's what she yeah. almost did. Yeah, Don't which do that. not only kill yourself but take other people with you. Never you, know. Which is not you never know. You never know. Yeah, but this guardian angel told her, "I think you need to turn off your car and just go to sleep." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and yeah. to hear that they don't even have neighbors and nobody with a white Cadillac, like yeah. it's like, okay, then what the hell's going on here? You know. You know, I have a, a similar story like that, but I'll save it for another day. It's oh, like, <laughs> I hate when you do that. I know. Well, it's just crazy. Like I was like a yo- young dumbass. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm fucking playing with fire right now. But yeah, yeah I'll save that for another day. Okay, that's fine. Well, the only reason why I'm doing that is because I also want to share our story about Turnbull Canyon. We actually did in a finish Wait, talking about earlier. But before we get into that, I have another dog story. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick, this one involves Mar. Mar. Nicolette, you know Mar. Well, we all know Mar. You can't call her a dog. That's Who doesn't? Dog. No. <laughs> I'll make it really quick. You dog. I'll make it really quick. Back in the day, um, Mar and I used to cruise the canyons too just to find something scary. Like we just wanted that thrill. We're so stupid. Us. We're so dumb, right? <laughs> and so um, one day we're doing this and we're on one street. And in Turnbull, if you turn down a small street, you got to bust a bitch, as Sandra said. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you got to bust a bitch and 
go back the other way. So there was a street we turned on. I want to say it was Avocado Street, if I'm not mistaken. It would be. <laughs> and we turned down it. And we see this beautiful Dalmatian on the side of the road with a red collar on. That was the, you know, okay, I'm going to remember your ass, right? And it was just chilling on the side of the street. And then all of a sudden, that motherfucker jumps into whatever it was. Into the canyon. Into the canyon. Because there's no, like you guys both know. It's a drop. There's a, It's a drop. It's a ravine. It's a it's so a weird. canyon. Mm-hmm. And Mar and I were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just jumped. Freaking out. But, of course, we're not that dumb to get the fuck out of the car and check on the dog. So we bust a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay? We bust a bitch and we start leaving. Well, maybe that's why there's so many dead bodies out there. Okay. It's like people following this ghost dog okay. and jumping to their no deaths. Shit. <laughs> no shit. We weren't one of them, thank God. I solved it, everybody. <laughs> Stop chasing the dogs. Oh no, so we bust the bitch and we're like, dude, let's get out of here. That was weird. Why did that dog just jump? To its death. To its death. What? We turn yeah. around. We're leaving. It's <laughs> I kid you not, Mar. I know you're listening to this. You better leave a comment in these in this episode. That same ass dog was sitting right there on the side of the road. Oh hell no! Mind you, we busted a bitch. We turned around, made a U-turn for people who don't know what busted a bitch means. We made a U-turn to leave, and that same dog was sitting there. And we stopped the car and we looked at it, and we looked at each other, and we just got petrified petrified and we were like what the fuck yeah that makes no sense yeah so we drive past it we turn around and look behind us and the dog sitting in the middle of the street just watching us drive away i swear to you i swear and i wasn't high i wasn't (laughs) drunk because i don't you know and a dalmatian out of it was a dalmatian that's so very specific a dalmatian not a mutt it was a Dalmatian with a red collar. Whoa. And I know damn well Mark can fucking confirm this story. It was crazy. Weird. But I had I had to tell that story because it involved a dog. It was yeah, weird. That's a, that's a good story. But our story. Okay, so um, I believe it was Christmas. Was and it? I wanted to take Kat to go get some Reiki for the first time. I needed it. <laughs> we both did. <laughs> so we're all excited. We're ready to go. Um, it was, a you know, an evening and normally the gps would take us through the freeway yeah uh but this time it decided to take us through turnbull canyon no this time it 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 tells me to exit i'm driving right yeah it tells us to exit and she's like why are you exiting this place was in um whittier uptown whittier and and i'm like i don't know because it's telling me to exit like maybe there's an accident maybe there's traffic like we're gonna exit always listen to ways i know right (laughs) (laughs) so we exit who knows right and then it takes us to turnbull canyon and I'm like, oh, fuck? fuck, this is random. Why is it taking us through the canyons right now? So we're driving through trying to get to our appointment. And um, there's this old school truck that's following us. through. It, the it comes out of nowhere, first of all. Yeah. Like, and, like and it, it looks like, like an old truck. Like Jeepers Creepers? Just yeah. kidding. Not yeah, that yeah. bad. Not that bad. <laughs> that's like a pickup truck. Like an old Ford. Yeah. 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 
And it was weird because the GPS wasn't just taking us through the main canyon. It was making us turn into weird, random little streets. And why was the truck still going into this, these little streets? We don't know. However, we start freaking out. Our phones are dying. Our phones are dying. <laughs> I don't have a car charger at the moment. I We're don't like, know why. Yeah. And it's like on our ass. Like this truck was riding our ass. Yeah. And usually when you look in your rear view, rear view mirror, you can see the driver, mm-hmm. but we couldn't see the driver. It was getting dark. It was it already was weird. Dark. Yeah. And so finally I'm like, dude. I was like, go, 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 go. She goes, dude, turn this way. So I turned this way. The car, the truck turned that way. Yeah. Any, any turn we'd make, any it would turn. She goes, okay, pretend to turn this way, but then turn this way. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And we're already at the bottom of the canyon already in Whittier from Hacienda to Whittier. So I fucking fake it, faked his ass. And I fucking pretended I was turning left, but I was like, like sucker. And it kept turning. It oh, kept turning no. left. It couldn't make the move that I made. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's in my, in my car, that. you know yeah. what I mean? Okay. An old pickup truck and then a small little sport cro- Corolla, right. yeah, I had. Corolla. Yeah. So we, and then we got out of the canyon and we looked at each other like, what was that all about? It, just, l- it looked like it wanted to follow us, but that little turn, that that little fake move that... The fake little move I made, it fucked him up and he couldn't do what we did. Huh. That, well, that was like a stutter step, right? It was crazy. <laughs> it was weird. But why are you doing this to us? Like, yeah. were you trying to... I don't know. Till this day, don't we don't know. It's just weird. And I thought it was funny that we're on our way to go get a Reiki session. So it's right. like... We're trying to get right with ourselves. Yeah, and, this we're, <laughs> and then like something's like, no, like trying to like stop us from going to that appointment. Almost. Yeah. It was weird. It was, there was a lot of things trying to stop us. And then it was raining, I think, or something. It was. It was crazy. Weird night. Yeah. So weird. Uh, we've heard of other weird stories when it comes to like cars in the, in the canyons, you know? And so... When we, when we posted, like, hey, let us know if you have any stories, we got another story sent to us that I'm going to have to read because she didn't send in a recording like lovely Sandra did. But Anna Rojas from Hacienda Heights is Sandra's best friend. Okay. Okay, so this is great because they grew up together and they, like, they know what's up. Yeah. There. So, yeah, so this next story is from Anna. Um, shout out to you. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> begins like this we always heard stories about places in and around turnbull canyon that were pretty freaky devil worship kkk gatherings hell's gates or ghosts from be from burned down insane asylum or the little girl who swings on the swing at the bottom of descending drive hey we need to go visit that one we need to go visit descending drive y'all okay right now (laughs) let's go right now (laughs) um When we were in high school, we used to go looking for paranormal activity. We all did, right? Yeah. It's crazy when you get to Descending Drive, the temperature drops tremendously. I personally never ventured out of the car. I never have either. I go to Turnbull, but I never get out of the car. Yeah, same here now that I think about it. Right? Yeah. I just don't feel right. Good for you, Anna. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Never venture out. But I heard stories from people that had ventured out of the car, saying they saw the little girl or just the swing by itself swinging alone without there being any wind to make it swing. 
We did Gravity Hill. That's something else we didn't talk about. That's right. I've we always did, wanted to try that. Yeah. We did Gravity Hill a few times, which is the hill where you leave your car in neutral. It actually rolls upward instead of downward. Okay. Is that is that real? Is that spot real? A lot of people. There's including, only one way to find including out. Including Anna. Right? Yeah. I mean, we can go after this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that, yes, it has happened. Actually, right, let's mute, let's pause Anna's story. Right before you got here, my mom called me. And she was like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight? And I was like, actually, Nicolette's coming and we're doing an episode, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, what's the episode about? And I told her, I go, Turnbull Canyon. She starts laughing. I go, why are you laughing? No way. She goes, man, you should have called so-and-so. They have so many stories, this and that. I was like, really? And she goes, yeah, your Uncle Junior had stories too, but he passed away recently. Mm. She's like, too bad he's not here to tell you. Sorry. But him and Manuel Ibarra, used, my, my sister's father. Shout out to Manuel. Yeah. They used to go up to Turnbull all the time to party and stuff. And apparently they went to Gravity Hill. And my uncle Junior used to tell my mom, Diane, I'm not lying. Yeah, we were fucked up, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you start every great story, by the way. <laughs> but so you're parked uphill. And you put it in neutral. The car rolls up instead of down. That's all the children from the plane crash pushing your car. Listen to this. However, he used to say the car would go back and forth. Up and down. Isn't that bizarre? Very. I go, mom, what the heck? She goes, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I wish he was here to tell you. We should have called Manuel. Yeah, we could have. But I have heard stories about Gravity Hill where they do say they see handprints little handprints of children on their car windows pushing them up wait okay so i have heard that wait so the way i heard that story is that there was somebody at the top of the hill that would hurt kids and that it was all the little children or all the children trying to stop you from going up there so they would push you back or whatever hey you know so you you would know yeah that's a good that's a good story that's the way i heard it growing up I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a theme with Gravity Hills. It seems to be the thing that I've never that, done it. It's often well, I mean, I've never actually been in a Gravity Hill, but I've heard lots of stories about Gravity Hills, and it's often on a railroad track, mm-hmm. and that the that the kids that you know were in a school bus at some point got yeah. hit by <gasps> oh. the train, and so they'll make sure that if there's a car just in neutral, they push you, know, you get off, the push it off, you know, so that way they're safe they're and that they don't you. have to relive the same accident and so maybe there's something to that fuck here i don't know i don't know either yeah. maybe that's just like a little portal at that hill mm-hmm. that's maybe like, dude i've never found gravity hill like an energy portal thing yeah uh, we uh, gotta go try that soon though so if anybody knows exactly where that spot is tell us let please. us know i'm gonna call anna uh, after this leave it in the know. comments okay yeah. so back to anna's story we did gravity hill a few times the hill where if you leave your car in neutral, neutral, it actually rolls upward instead of downward like it should. But I would always tell myself it was an optical illusion, dude, or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's so <laughs> funny. It was all kind of fun and games as far as I was concerned. But there was one time my friends and I experienced something truly chilling. When I was in my 20s or late teens, we used to hang out on the undeveloped sites of Turnbull. One day we were hanging out at the top of Turnbull, right where, right before it becomes Beverly, on this mound of undeveloped land. 
we used to go places like this just to kick it. And at some point, someone left a couch there to hang out, LOL. (laughs) Anyway, late one night, a group of us hear a few cars racing down Turnbull Canyon. This was actually pretty common back in the day. When looking down from the hill, we even saw the headlights. We'd hear the cars going around, thrusting their brakes on the turns, and after a few turns, we hear a huge crash. We get our shit together and go down the hill to check it out. There was literally nothing there. And she puts a shocked face. I have to explain that. The next day, we even went there to check it out to see if maybe we just didn't see anything because it was too dark. There was definitely nothing there, no crash, no debris. I'm pretty sure that was the last time we hung out there for sure. Trippy. That's what she says, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I was really excited about this story. It doesn't seem like much, but I fucking experienced something too when it comes to cars. I remember. You remember this? Yeah. Listen to this, Nicolette. So, back in my day when I wanted a thrill again... <laughs> You crazy. It was um it was cool because we always had a little thing like let's go to Turnbull in October where it's spooky, whatever, you know, it was just a thing. I don't know. Well so, also <clears throat> for those of you that don't remember, Kat's birthday's on Halloween. I mean so she's I like a thrill. Naturally drawn to this shit. Okay. So one year I'm like, all right, let's go. It's time of the year, let's go to Turnbull. And you know, we go. It's me, my friend Jimena, shout out to you. Christine, shout out to you and Melissa. So it's four of us, and I'm driving. No shout-out for Melissa? No, sh- no, of course, shout-out for <laughs> Melissa. Shout-out to all of y'all. <laughs> and I hope you guys, I'm going to tag you in this, and hopefully you guys will um, validate my story because we were all there, and you know it. So we're cruising through the canyons, and we're just having a good time, and I'm driving my little Corolla, and we're just laughing, listening to music, whatever, And then all of a sudden, we turn a corner, and this car behind us zooms up so fast, like too fast, to where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? They zoom up, and they're riding my ass, and we start screaming bloody murder, like all of us were screaming. (laughs) It was kind of funny now that I I think about it, but at the moment, it was not funny. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Because like we all know... Turnbull, you can't just turn around. There are some turnout uh, sections, but not on the whole canyon. So I'm waiting for a turnout to pull over and let this car pass me because this car is like literally revving its engine at me, like like just grinding my ass, okay? And we're screaming. And um, I was like, what do I do? Just screaming. And I'm so scared that my leg starts shaking uncontrollably. Like, it was just bad. And then I forgot who starts crying, but one of us starts crying. And it was just bad. And so we turn another corner. The car's gone completely. What? Mind you, where did you go? There's no way you could have turned around. There were no turnout sections, you know. Where the fuck did you go? So we calmed down. We're like, what? What just happened? Oh, my God. We're all freaking out. We're like, okay, just keep going. Get the fuck out of here. So we keep going. Again, we turn a corner. There it comes. And I don't know why, but I have this weird um, gift where I can tell what kind of car it is by their headlights. I don't know why. It's weird. It's a weird 
fun fact about me, but it was a BMW. It was like a, uh, not a new model though. It was kind of older and it was a white BMW. And I'm taking a mental note because I'm thinking if we have to report this shit, we're going to report it. Something about those white cars, right? Uh I guess, Uh dude. Oh, the white Cadillac. You're right. I didn't even connect that. So then I was like, fuck. And I'm screaming. Mind you, I'm driving like a hot mess. (laughs) And Melissa's like, pull over, pull over. And I'm like, where? Where do I pull over? Like, there's, you want me to, the only way to pull over is like if you go off the cliff. And I'm not going to do that, obviously. So I'm like, dude. So we're all screaming, crying, freaking out. Are you driving fast? No. Okay, good. No. Okay. Yeah, because if you drive fast, you can. You're gonna just you're just fly off. I would have just put my emergency. Nah, it didn't work. Nothing worked. Really? And I I really hope Melissa, Jimena, or Christine comment on this saying nothing worked. We tried it all. (laughs) I really hope they do. Please have my back, you guys. I picture you guys like sticking your hands outside the windows and going, go, go. No, dude. So this but it was weird because this car would ride our ass and then fall back. And then ride our ass and then fall back. It was like weird it was a weird vibe yeah, like taunting you on taunting yeah. taunting so finally i'm like oh my god you know how there's signs where it says turn out there was one coming up so i'm like fuck yeah so i turned the corner and i turn out and why disappear. the car never <gasps> the car never passed us the car never um nobody passed us nobody came down nobody came down and we waited there for a solid couple minutes because we were like, fuck that shit. It ain't going to happen again. Oh, you were looking for a thrill and you we found one. found a thrill. Andale, <laughs> cabrona. Right? All of us. Oh, my God. So I go, you guys, was there or was there not a car just riding our asses? And they all were like, yes. They're all crying. That's so scary. They were like, just oh get God. the fuck out of here. And us, we would go through the canyon start from Hacienda and in Whittier and then turn around and go back through the canyon. That's just what we did. This time? No, no. we didn't. We like, went, let's just go to in and out We went like, through the freeway, dude. Like we 605. went home. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we went, so we went home the next day I, or a couple of days later, whatever, I did some research and sure enough, there's like, I didn't know this, but Anna confirmed it in her last story that, yeah, there race, the racers up there all the time racing through the canyons and fucking flying off the canyons and whatever so i find some some stories saying that there's quote-unquote ghost cars that chase you out of the canyons to get you out of danger dang yeah that's what that was and that's what that was Mm -hmm. and then we went back the next day i'm just kidding no (laughs) (laughs) no we didn't no but i just uh, these two stories like i'm it's just crazy i don't know it was a trip damn it really it really was crazy dang you know we have uh i mean griffith park we have turnbull what's next what's next right Right? maybe suicide bridge pasadena or riverside riverside's pretty haunted riverside's really haunted right yeah anyone listening if you want to hear the haunted history of blank Mm -hmm. let us know nicolette's down for it i actually did a a report on on the suicide bridge in school. Oh, I think yeah. we talked about it on the yeah, very yeah. first episode yeah, and that was with you guys. Okay, so yeah. you know about it already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's definitely a, a spot that is very heavy with activity. Mm-hmm. Very 
Um, but there's a lot of interesting places in LA. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a little, a little research to see what, right. That should be what, a tradition. What ha- I know what, what really has some juicy stories. I think we've started yeah. a tradition with her. Yeah. We started it last year for sure. <laughs> right. So if you're listening, thank you for listening. First of all, yes. thank you. Sec- right. Thank you for your support. Second of all, Nicolette, thank you for joining us and doing your homework and research on all this. Oh, my pleasure. This That's has been crazy. so fun. You've, you really taught us a lot. <gasps> I and, learned a lot. Right? Yeah. So much fun. Um, I, I didn't know any of this no, until, I, until I looked into it. Yeah, yeah, I think when we first brought it up to you in the Griffith Griffith one, <laughs> and then you went home and did your research, and now you know everything. No, she grew up in... Uh, well, I, I did live there for, for a minute, so I knew uh, I knew of it, and I knew it was creepy, But and I heard that there were stories, but, but not, I didn't know what the stories were. Yeah, yeah, not to a certain extent, right? Yeah, same here. We have, like, little bits of, you know, information yeah. or rumors or, you know, all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's such a trip how we, we live in a place where... The streets are named after these people. Yeah. And, you know, Los Feliz. Uh, City La Puente. You know, Griffith Park, whatever. Workman. Yeah, La Puente. And, weird. And, yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, we, these are actual people and there's stories to these people. So yeah. they're not just street names. They're, what a trip, huh? They're stories. Yeah. It makes sense. Name the street after me. Right. So if you guys see a hazy chaos street That'd in your be area. Dope. <laughs> Might as well. We're doing everything else. <laughs> no, we had to we had to be around to the military back in the eighteen hundreds in order to be oh, awarded. Is that it? Yeah. Oh shit. But not according yeah. to Rihanna. She has her own street apparently. She does? Yeah. Yeah, in her neighborhood, they named, I think, where she Aww. grew up, they, they changed In Barbados. You're lying. Oh, yeah, no, no I heard this too. Yeah they, yeah, they just had a ceremony <gasps> that they announced her as <laughs> queen, queen of the world. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, one day, maybe. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah. Hey, one one thing at a time, baby. One thing at a time. We, we do have a lot of stuff I mean, I coming am, up. I'm a graphic designer. I could you design can, a sign <gasps> and we can just like can put we it do up. It? Can we oh, do yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. and then we'll see how long it it's, it stays up there. But <laughs> sure, we, we can, can do, do that. It. We're just gonna slap a sticker on a random street. <laughs> yeah, we'll print out a sticker that looks just like a street. We go name. to jail. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna go down Main Street and make a left at Hazy Chaos, and then a right at Nicolette. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was such a fun time. Yes, it was. We want to thank Nicolette for joining us we're for looking forward to third time yes we're looking forward to the fourth time if <laughs> anybody out there has any suggestions <laughs> any any good spots that we should research yeah please send them our way yes we want to shout out uh sandra in germany thank you excellent yes that was so much fun um shout out to anna rojas from hacienda heights Thank you for sending your story. Oh, and then there yes. should also be the story that was told of, of the church in Whittier. Your friend <gasps> oh, from Swine, right? Swine. Zach from Swine. Swine. Oh, I forgot about that with Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually told a story about his experience in Whittier where he was skating with some friends, completely sober, and he skated through um, past a church in Whittier, and he saw a fucking demon on the steps of yeah, the church i remember that it creeped me out but yeah. um if you want to listen to that episode please just go back to season one uh it's um, episode seven yes and with swine so that was a, a really fun uh talk that we had with them check yes. it out good one nicolette Thank and, you for and that. his he's got a great story of of a ghost that he sees in the church too yeah, yeah oh that that's right really in theater or something oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah wow nicolette you know more than we do <laughs> Thank you. I'm a fan. Thank you. (laughs) 
we're fans. Are you we are fans. I just find it so like fascinating when when people see things and and just the way that they describe them. It's it's different every time. Definitely, there are no two spirits that are alike. They're all yeah. so unique. Like we said, we yeah. we all have our own perspectives of the paranormal and the yeah. our own experiences. Yeah. yeah, it's a trip. That's why we love doing this because everybody has their own perspectives, and we respect all of you. And that's it. This is your safe space, please. Uh, safe space. Feel free to reach out. Yes. There's, there's space for everybody. Yes. And we want to give a quick shout out to our new sponsors who we just recently announced. <laughs> they were a little late there. Sorry. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> um, we got uh, Voided. Night Terror Publishing. Uh, HJ Tidy. Yes. Ayasha Gianna. Yes. And Mortis fucking Viventi, dude. Damn. It's a trip. It's crazy. We didn't know we'd go this far, but here we are. Thank you so much for your support, everyone, not just our sponsors, yes. but our listeners, our um, guests. Yes. You, Pooper. <laughs> Mom, Dad. Hazy. Chaos. <laughs> You're too late. Sorry. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Here We are back with season four. Stay tuned for more shit because we have a lot of shit coming up. We sure do. But anyways, those of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for some more Scary Scary Stories and and Cheesemen. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy, anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music. MortisViventi.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com.